When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. February 8th, 2024, Peter. Michael, Don, and Peter come to you live from UBS Arena in uh, Long Island. Sure we are. We're on Long Island, right? Well, yeah, it's on. I don't know why it's not on Staten Island. It's in Staten Island on Long Island. Why? I don't know. Well, we're in Long Island, and uh, the bottom line is the Islanders against the Lightning tonight. A lot of stuff to do. We've got a big show. Big show. Lots to do. I agree. I appreciate that generic selling of it. I'm excited. But you know what I was going to say, though? Don't you agree? You say we're on sta- on Long Island. Right. But if someone says, like, I have plans tonight, I don't say my plans are on Long Island. I then switch to in. I'm going to be in Long Island. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally use both. I think that's on you. I don't think so. It's a bad, bad job by you. I, I, don't, I don't think you always say on Long Island in every circumstance. You know, the three of us are here at UBS, and you sure. and I are representing. So you have the Islander jersey on. Yeah. I have the pullover they sent me with my name on it. Wow. Classic. And the 50th anniversary. And, and Don just has I got the NH- my, my, his uh, Carl Banks, Banks NHL jacket. I can't wear Islander stuff. What can't you understand? I, 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 I do understand. So it's just a talking thing. So why bring it up? Yeah. Uh, because I want people to like. Do you see the, you oh, see, what? You want people to turn against like me? It. Yeah. yeah. Like, but look at the back of this jersey. It says Rosenberg 50th. Rosenberg. And now I'm, I'm you're a, dropping the puck tonight, right? That's what I. Hear. I'm not dropping the puck tonight, unfortunately. Oh, but I, but I am the only one of the three of us who does part time reside on Long Island, so I feel that this is appropriate. Am I fraud? Oh, that I mean that goes yeah, without saying. Yeah, but not, this doesn't make you more fraudulent. Listen, I don't think the Penguins' upper management is going to reach out to me and say anything at all. Anyway, the Knicks today pretty no. much clinched the NBA championship. Oh, well, now I'm being uh, I'm being facetious, but are the, you? The, yeah, because the, I think that they've got a shot. I wouldn't say they're the favorite. They made themselves better today. Yeah. I'm sorry, they did. Uh, Burks is an outstanding shooter. Bogdanovich is a really good shooter, and they traded away Fournier and Grimes. Grimes hurts a little bit. Fournier was an ornament on the bench that they never used, and he had a purpose. That salary slot that he owned was going to be used to get a big player during the offseason. And we got it, Alec Burks. But here's the deal: so they get Bogdanovich, who right. has a year next year at 19 million. So if they didn't trade Fournier before the trade deadline, which happened at 3 o'clock right when the show started, then they would have had to pick up his option to keep that slot. Instead, they've got Bogdanovich, who I think is a better player for them than Fournier, and they still have a $19 million slot that they could use in that deal to, I don't know, get Carl Anthony Towns or something of that ilk. Right. It, it, It. People have to realize, if you go back to the beginning of the season, when the, when the Knicks finally started to gain some traction after Randall found it again and he wasn't struggling, their bench was so good. Mm-hmm. But their bench has now become starters. Well, first quickly was traded, and then Hartenstein had to come in to fill in for Mitchell Robinson. So a lot of really cool aspects of their bench were depleted. Now they're one of the deepest teams in the league. So is this a splash? Is this sexy? No. But it really makes their bench stronger. They add two really good shooters, and you got to feel really good about them being able to survive this brief time with the injuries. And now, come playoff time, when you're playing every other day for the most part and trying to go out there and compete, they've got the depth to do that now. Well, the thing that they did also, they got the depth, as Don said. They gave up four players. One guy, I think, hurts. Obviously, and Malachi hurts a little bit because they used him a little. They got him in, in the OG Ananobi deal. But 
Archie Diacomo, that might hurt in terms of like, um, um, you know, just the the camaraderie with the team. They loved him. No, he they, he would lead them out. Right, but, but they he didn't loved play any him. Minutes. Yeah, they 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 loved him. But you know, you've got to make salaries work. And they only gave up two second round picks. They still have their treasure trove of first round picks to make that big move that I think puts them into the elite in the NBA. Right now, I think they're knocking on the door. I don't know if they're quite there, but they are knocking but on the door. I, I do think that there is a level of importance for this franchise to take the next step. And getting bounced in the second round, it's it, it's not going to feel very good. That's what you did last year. So now if this can get you to the conference final and you put up a fight against Boston, losing you know six games or something, you can look back and say, we made, we moved forward. Uh, listen, everybody wants to win a championship. You want to build towards that. But I, I, don't you think it's important for this team to take the next step? Yeah. Getting, getting bounced in the first or second round again, you know, been there, done that. It's now time for the first time in 24 years to make it to the third round. And if you're in the final four, then you're in the conversation about possibly winning a championship. I would love to know the last time the Knicks were 15 games over 500 before the All-Star break. It's been forever. I don't know how you find that. And and, and also, you have to consider this, Peter. They played a hellish schedule. Because of the uh, in-season tournament, they played the Bucs. I I think I heard Alan say this today. They played the Bucs and the Celtics like 10 times. I mean, those are the two teams in front of them, and they're tied with the Bucks now. And I think they're better than the Bucks. Although Bucks have the great player, two great players in Lillard and in and in Tatum, they can't play defense. So even Doc and Rivers they don't look coming, very good post Doc. They, they don't look good, not post Doc. Doc, pre Doc, mid Doc, mid Doc. By the way, what do you do if you're the Bucks? And did they play last night? I don't. They, know. they were one and four going into last right. night. What do you do if you're the Bucks and Doc completely within a few weeks? It's completely flailing, mm-hmm. like it's not. But now you're stuck. You're stuck because you're paying two coaches right now. You're already paying two coaches, and you'd of course look insane to make another move. And Doc's making eight million dollars a year. It's it's a bizarre circumstance. It might listen, even be more than that. Well, it wasn't. Listen, no, no. I don't think there's any Nick fan who who. No, maybe not any. I don't think many Nick fans went to bed last night being like, I hope we get Alec Burks back. That's going to be what really. But when you really, it's not a sexy thing to do. But it was a smart thing to do. And, Michael, they didn't hurt their chances of making that bigger move later. That's that's the key. And, and, you know, let's not look at Burks as a failed Nick on a bad team. Burks was a starter for the Knicks. This is a much different role. He's a veteran. He's a good three-point shooter. I think lifetime over 40%. Uh, so that's a positive, and, and it gives you some point guard depth, which they lost by trading quickly. So this year he's averaging 12.6 with the Pistons in 43 games, 40.1% from three-point land, 39.4 um, just from the field. Uh, it's it's not a bad move. It, it's really not a bad move. It's not, as Peter said, not the sexy move, not the move that's going to put you over the top, but it gets you closer. Kendrick Perkins has been a Nick believer well before this deal. Uh, he was on NBA Today on the Mothership, and this is what he said uh, regarding these trades and what it does for the Knicks. I said it yesterday, and I was talking about the Knicks putting themselves in position and how they're actually contending right now, right? And adding these two pieces, when you add Bondanovich, when you add Alec Burks, the only thing that the Knicks were missing was depth. And right now, they're deeper than the Pacific Ocean, and everybody else in the Eastern Conference need to get life jackets, including the Boston Celtics. This New York Knicks team is a legit title contender this season. And if anybody else say anything different, then they haven't been watching the Knicks. Play. When you look at Tom Thibodeau, they have established since the day one their identity on both ends of the floor. And now you add more offensive firepower with the addition that they already added in OG and Nobi. This team is deep. They have zero flaws. They have a closer in Jalen Brunson. This team is ready right now to compete for a title. Well, he says zero flaws, but they do have a flaw. They're all hurt. So Randall has to get back because any any championship aspirations go away if Randall's not healthy. So we're we're assuming that he is going to come back. It looks like Brunson is going to be okay. It's not as serious as we previously thought. Don't know if he's playing yet. We'll give you the word if he's playing tonight. Now let's listen to Richard Jefferson, also on NBA Today, and what he thinks 
uh, this deal does for the Knicks? I don't know about contender status, but their team is better. We have to understand that the teams in front of them were outstanding teams. Again, when you were talking about before Joel Embiid went down, he might have been the best player of the world. Boston, fully loaded. They're trying to catch up to Boston, in my opinion. But what I like about this trade is they have more players that can create shots for themselves. I love Josh Hart. I love Dante DiVincenzo. They're shooters, but they're not creators. They're not shot creators for themselves or others to a certain degree. When you add Bogdanovich, when you add Alec Burke, these are guys that, yeah, they can create for others. They can catch and shoot. They can play within the system. But if you need them to go get a bucket, you can give them the ball and they can go get a bucket. I think that is the biggest addition, in my opinion, to what they just got. Now, you don't have a trade made like this without checking the C or space. Let's hear what Brian Windhorst has to say. Oh. So the Knicks are in a position where they've got some injury problems right now. OG Anunoby, they changed his injury designation yesterday to elbow spur, which is something that's not necessarily going to resolve itself short term. Julius Randle still with evaluation coming on his shoulder injury. Mitchell Robinson out with the ankle injury. So this is the team that needs help right now. And also, if they're going to get what you say, Perk, they got to try to get that number two seed. The number two seed is important over this next three or four weeks as they get healthy. So these moves get them an opportunity that they can compete for that number two seed seed as they get healthier. And I would also say it's important that they have now gone through this season and added Ananobi, Bogdanovich, yep. Burks, wing players who can play both ends of the court, who are good three-point shooters, and they did not give up a first-round pick mm. in any of those deals. And they're still sitting there holding eight in their kitty that they can trade. And when we get to this summer, those are going to be on offer for a star player. I'll tell you what. Good stuff from Wendy. Good, always always yeah. good stuff. He brings the win. But the, the bottom line is this you got to give Leon Rose's flowers. At the beginning, he made some curious moves, signings that didn't work out. Look at Fournier. But it did work out because it became a placeholder for salary. But it's hard to question what this guy does because everything he's done of late has been no, magic. Right. Jalen Brunson, um, DiVincenzo, the trade for OG Ananobi. I mean, Josh ev- Hart. Josh Hart. Last year. Everything has worked. Yeah. So I'm not going to second guess this guy. It seems like he and the front yeah. office know exactly what they're doing. And to answer Peter's question, you figure the last time that they were had this many games above 500 of the All-Star break, you'd have to go back to the last time that they were actually really good in the regular season in 2012-2013. When they win 54 games that yep, year, yep. they were 14 games above 500 that year. So now, so they're actually increasing that pace and, and it should be better in the second half. And, and the one thing that you should all know about a Thibodeau team, they are better at the end. You know, everybody says, well, he burns them out. The, the stats tell you he, he doesn't. Like, as the Nick coach, he's, got, he's about a 60% winning percentage. It's higher after the All-Star break. They get better. They get more cohesive. So if they're better than they are right now, they could finish with the second or third pick or third seed. So it's 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 a fun time if you're a Nick fan right now. Let's check in with you, and we'll have Alan, on, Alan Hahn on in a moment. 1-800-919-3776. Don't we start off the show? The best way to start up the show, Griffin in Connecticut. Oh, yeah, he brings it. Griff. Hey, guys. How are you? Michael. Great. The the Knicks with this trade, the thing that they lo- that they lost last year when they lost to the Heat, the thing that they didn't have, they had no three point shooting. They really had no three point shooting except for Jalen Brunson. Well, now they have that. Dante Divincenzo can shoot the three. Boyan Bovanovich can shoot the three. Alex Burks can shoot the three. And when they lost to the Lakers. They were double-teaming Jalen Brunson. They were saying, make somebody else beat, beat us. Well, now if they, when they get healthy, that's the thing. They need to get healthy. But when they get healthy, and and when if they get healthy, when they get healthy, they will have shooters out there in the perimeter. And Jalen Brunson, it, it, it's just pick, he can he's, he can pass them around. There's so many people that he can go, that he that can shoot the three. And he can also do it, create his own shots too. So, And they still have all those draft picks, like Woj was saying, to go out there, not Woj, Windhorse was saying, to go out there and maybe get like that superstar that we don't, that we, that might be out there. Because what what's going on with the Bucks? I have no clue what's going on with the Bucks. Well, I mean, they are, they're I, mean, lost I, mean me. I mean, I mean, in your big dream, I mean, you left out one player too, Griffin, and that's uh, Ananobi, who, who's a fifty percent shooter from the corners from three. Thank you for the phone call. So, I mean, they've got they've got it all going on. But I think when you look at their wish list for that big player, 
you know, it could be Carl Anthony Towns. It's it's the rumor that doesn't go away. Maybe Devin Booker doesn't like the way things are playing out in Phoenix. That would be your dream guy, even more more so than Carl Anthony Towns. So you're hoping that a big time player shakes loose, but I don't think that Antetokounmpo is going to be traded from the box. I, I don't, don't I don't, so. I don't think so either. That that they, they are riding with Antetokounmpo. That's the one thing we know. All right, let's bring in Alan Hahn, our, our, our Nick expert. Works, uh, obviously, with uh, Bart right before our show from 12 to 3 and does great work uh, on the MSG Network. And, and Alan, we're, we're breaking down the deal the Knicks made, and it's hard to find fault with it. I mean, it's not the big sexy deal, but it certainly is a deal that makes them better. And isn't that what you want at a trade deadline, a deal that makes you better and doesn't hurt? Yeah, they already made the trade that was supposed to you know, be significant for the starting lineup for OG Ananobi, and we saw the immediate results of that. They, wasn't, they weren't going to do another you know, shake-your-roster-up kind of a trade, although this sort of does at the bottom end of it. You know, the DeJounte Murray that everybody was fawning over going into this trade, he never even got traded. Like, like, like they were asking too much, and no one was going to pay the price. And, you know, the Knicks were interested, but that would have shook up their starting lineup. And with DiVincenzo and how well he's played. By the way, they're paying him $10 million a year, $11 million a year for the underpaid. next couple of years. Underpaid. It is unbelievable the production that they're getting out of him, and obviously the chemistry he has with his Villanova buddy, Jalen Brunson in the backcourt. They might have just found their backcourt now for the next couple of years without even realizing it. So you don't mess with that. So this trade was more for what they're lacking right now, and that is their depth. Because after making the trade for OG, losing Emmanuel quickly, your bench got weaker, and now with these injuries, your bench is even more weaker than ever before. We saw that against the Grizzlies. They almost lost that game because they didn't have enough depth. And then tonight, God bless whoever plays tonight, because you know, good luck calling this game. You're not going to know anybody on the roster. But this helps them now with depth to get through this season. Look, in the playoffs, it's still going to be about stars. It's The questions are still going to be, do the Knicks have enough star power to win enough playoff series when you get to second round, third round, and who knows if they can even get to the finals. That's still going to be tested. But right now, you have enough that you could be good enough to finish as high as second in the East. Right. They are right now a game out of second in the East. And by the way, Peter, to answer your question, 1997, they were 20 games over 500 going into the All-Star break. Wow. Yeah, that's a long, long time ago. And 14 uh, games above 500 in the 2012-2013 right. season. And that's, that's over a decade ago. I was just mentioning it too, Alan. I know everybody wants the championship. But, you know, if you're going to attract a player, if you're going to be a destination, you've got to be able to be up there. And, and I think taking the next step is important. I don't think this fan base is going to love a second-round exit. They did that last year, right? It used to be, let's just get to the playoffs. Now let's win a round. Now I think if you make it to the conference final and put up an effort there and then have the ability to go out and add during the offseason, that's a home run to me. I know everybody mm-hmm. wants the championship, but I think sometimes it's baby steps, and I think it, it, it's so important for them to be able to find a way to get into the third round, and I think they've got the roster to do it. Yeah, that, and that's what they feel. And again, what they also have is the flexibility because with Bojanovic, who's, again, this is a really good player. You know, A lot of people don't know who he is because he, was, he, he started with the Nets, and you you got to feel this guy's a really good player. Then he went to Utah, and he became an excellent player for them. Average 20 a game, shoots a high percentage three, high IQ player. When he went to Detroit, you kind of lose him, right? You don't really pay attention. He got hurt. But this is a really good player. But he's older. He's going to be 35 years old by the end of the season. But he has a $2 million guarantee for next year. So you can easily get yourself out of it if it's not something you want to go forward with. It gives you roster flexibility. And as Wendy said, and everybody's talking about this, the Knicks got OG Ananobi, they got Alec Burks back, they got Boyan Bogdanovich, and they didn't give up a single first-round pick. So yeah. they go into a summer that everybody I've had on, from Woj to Wendy to Bobby Marks, Frank Isola said it today, this summer everybody is gearing up for there's going to be teams that are going to be moving some big contracts because of a new tax threshold that's coming in, and they don't want to get stuck with some of the restrictions that come with it. So you could see the Knicks being a major player in getting that player. And as you said, Don, if they have a good run, you're going to see some high-end players that might take a look and say, I kind of want to go to that team. I think I could be the final piece that gets us over the top. You know, I I think, and we mentioned it right before he came on, I mean, Leon Rose deserves his flowers. Yeah. Because this roster that he has put together, there's nobody that's overpaid. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, Brunson is, is actually a bargain in the deal that they, they, they signed him for. They have such maneuverability with the first-round picks, and because of this new rule that you said, that teams are going to like shy away from keeping that high-priced player if they're not going to win. They're in a perfect situation, and it just shocks me. I, I don't want to put you in a bad situation because I know you work for MSG. This guy should talk to the media. He should actually <laughs> explain the genius of what he's done because, yeah, at the beginning, he made some questionable moves, but now – home run after home run after home run. This is a great team, and he should actually get plotted for it and talk about it, but I guess he doesn't want to. No, real G's move in silence. Right? Yeah, like he, he, this on. is how he operates, but I'm with you. I mean, I've actually said this to Leon because when you talk to him in person, he's very personable. Oh, he's a great guy. Uh, you know, like, and I know you've met him. Like, like it's, I've said this to him a couple of times. Like, you know, the fan base loves to hear from you, but his whole thing is, is that, no, we just got work to do. Like, this, when we, you know, like, this is what we want to do. And so, while it's it you would like to hear from him he's what he's done over the last couple of years makes you say fine let him cook like that's fine let him work Alan. Why, like why at this point as of this moment he's the best gm in new york why does he need to say anything he yeah, at, right, this, right now. at this moment he looks and like it's not gold. a team that needs the promotion right so i hear you michael because we'd love to hear from him but now, maybe if somehow there's some sort of major failure at the end of the year, you go, okay, we want to hear from him what happened, something. But at this moment, yeah, he's kind of speaking with his actions. I mean, okay, so there, there, there's, there's, you know, there's Leon, and then there's Brian Cashman. It's got to be somewhere in the middle. That's a great point. <laughs> I know, Brian Cashman. Brian, you know, talks you know, it's getting him to stop. as much as anybody. Right? He, he doesn't stop talking. <laughs> the hard part is getting him to stop. No, I, I, I'm with you, but, but I, I ha- it is interesting, though, right, because – we are so used to for so many years, and I'll speak candidly about this, for so many years, you know, the Knicks have had some moves where, and I mean, I've been on with you guys, you know, at times where I, I remember Porzingis one famously, of course, I went on, I just ranted because I was so frustrated with the fact that they traded him, not getting Donovan Mitchell and deciding not to go after him and get him. How about that decision? Because it's R.J. Barrett and Quentin Grimes with two players you didn't want to put in that deal, plus the first-round picks. Right. Do we know? Like, and and I, I'll, I'll admonish myself because I was furious that they didn't make that move. And then I realized, like, think about it. Does Jalen Brunson become what he is if Donovan Mitchell is here and, and, and playing next to him? Now, do you get O.J. Ananobi? You probably can't because you don't have those pieces. Can you do a move like this? Are you involved in something this summer because some of the assets are already gone? So there's a lot of things that they also didn't do that we criticize that now you look back and think, you know what? Their patience, which is something we're so bad at here in New York, they have been patient. And it has worked out to this point that has gotten them to where people on the national media are now acknowledging this Nick franchise, which used to get, you know, that people used to laugh at this franchise. They are now saying that this team is building itself into a contender, and we haven't said that in a very long time. All right, Alan, before we let you go, one question. So we keep talking about they've got the, the first-round draft picks, the movable contracts, because, you know, Bogdanovich has a $2 million out. But yep. if they pick up the 19, that's going to be used, obviously, to make that big trade. trade. Who is that big trade? Who do you think is the most likely guy? Is it Carl Anthony Towns? Could it? Can we dream that big for Devin Booker? What do you think? Yeah, those are the names. Like, I... I I made a joke, you know, saying that like Carl Anthony Towns is sort of like Alec Burks has been. It's the gum on your shoe, you know, like it just once it sticks there, it's just there. And until so it keeps reminding you and then they bring back Alec Burks as expected. Carl Anthony Towns has been that name that has been whispered now for a good year, at least maybe even a little bit more. And the thought of him coming back to where he grew up playing for the Knicks you know he actually as a as a high schooler did some stuff with MSG Networks believe it or not so who knows if he's going to even be part of that but there's definitely a lot of conversation there because Minnesota is one of those teams Michael that we've talked about that's going to be over that threshold and they don't want to be over that threshold so watch that but Devin Booker is sort of my pie in the sky dream name because of the fit because I don't know what Phoenix is going to be. They're another team that's going to be locked into high salaries with not a lot of depth there. Do they make a decision that they can't win that way? Does he make a decision that he doesn't love it there anymore? I don't know, but there's a lot of things. But if I was dreaming, I'll say Devin Booker. But if it's reality, I do think Carl Anthony Towns is definitely a name to watch this summer. Well, good stuff, Alan. Enjoy the game tonight at the Garden against the Mavs, and uh, we appreciate your input. Thanks, guys. Go Islanders.
There you go. <laughs> he says that because we are at UBS Arena tonight. And he's, an Islanders, an and he's a big Islander big guy. Big Islander guy. Islanders and the Lightning. So we're excited to be here. We're going to talk to Lou Lamorello mm-hmm. later. He's actually going to be with us. I heard. Yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't happen very often. I know. He's a phone guy. I know. But he, get him in person. He's going to be here in person. Bobby Nystrom. And you know what? We decided let's get a jump on everybody else because he's going to talk to the uh, entire media uh, Tuesday in Tampa. Going to talk to Aaron Boone. Going to state of the Yankees uh, um, interview with him at five o'clock. I love that. My, my maybe friend, makes his pick too. Lo- we got to talk some Super Bowl with yeah, him. Don't absolutely we? love Aaron. And Boone. what's going on with his Eagles? Uh, you want to hurt the guy? No, I want to talk to him about his Eagles. Right. right, it needs to be discussed. It does. We'll discuss with you a lot of stuff to do. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody, it's Michael K. I love when I get to talk about my friends at PC Richard & Son. It's a local company, family-owned. I trust them for my appliances, TVs, electronics, and a good night's sleep, too. Their experts use a four-step mattress fitting process to make sure your new bed fits you perfectly. During their President's Day sale, buy a select Sealy mattress, $799 or more, and get a free motion base and in-home delivery on any mattresses, $199 and up. That's free, too. So do what I do. Get to PC Richard & Son, the local company that you could trust for your new mattress. Don LeGrec here to tell you about my friends at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my mom's bath, did an awesome job. The process was easy. One expert installer, even with the customization she needed because of a cast iron tub. It's done in one day with no demo or mess. It's a beautiful and high-quality permanent solution. Bath Fitter provides a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers. Like my mom. For a limited time, get 0% interest or save $500 on a complete bath fitter system. So start designing your bath today at bathfitterdesign.com. There is only one bath fitter. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. The Knicks host the Mavs with coverage starting at 7 on 98.7. Knicks are Jays. And tonight here at UBS, the Islanders take on the Lightning. Coverage starts at 7.30 on 10.50. That's right. And the Devils are in Jersey taking on the Flames at 7. And the Nets face the Cavs at 7.30 in Brooklyn. Um, wow, nice night. The Nets got Dennis Schroeder, too. That's a nice pickup. Good player. That's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish Whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Glass up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Since we're here at UBS, Donald, uh, the Rangers beat the Lightning yesterday. Yes. With Quickie in goal. Yes. The, he's now won three in a row. Uh-huh. And... I guess the plan is to play Igor tomorrow 
against Chicago, but does that plan change? Because the Rangers played no, a great game. They did, but they all. They, I'm glad you said that because Quick only faced like 19 shots. Mm. They really clamped it down. They were very disciplined. Tampa came in with the best power play in the NHL, and they only committed one penalty. It came with less than five minutes to go in the game when Zibanejad was called for holding, but they were able to kill it off. But Quick was good, got the benefit of a couple of posts, but he's won three in a row. But you've got to build up Igor's confidence. Why not start him tomorrow? Blackhawks are the worst team in the NHL, and with Connor Bedard out, they can't score. So let him get a game under his belt, maybe pitch a shutout and kind of get things going here. Uh, you, you got to play him at, at some point. So they said the plan was the first two games. I think you got to start Igor. But it puts a little pressure on him because Quick is, has done well. Uh, the team has really rallied around him because he's a great story. 12-4-2. Yeah, I mean, he was done, Michael. He was done when he was in L.A. They got rid of him, traded him to Columbus. Columbus then turned him around, went to Vegas. He was a contributor to Vegas, didn't play in the postseason. And it looked like, all right, he's going to sign a contract with the Rangers because he grew up in Connecticut, grew up a Ranger fan. He had an awful camp, but the Rangers gave him a shot here. And now he's won 12 games, and he's been just outstanding for him. But Igor's the guy. Let him play tomorrow. But that's a nice couple of wins. Colorado, Tampa, yeah. now a three-game winning streak. Now I got a nice four-game cushion on, four-point cushion on Carolina for first place. Got a very easy game. I know Laviolette says there's no bad teams in the league. But listen, they're the worst team in the NHL. They can't score. No Connor Bedard. Get a fourth straight win. You got Calgary on Monday. They're in the midst of, a, of an East Coast trip here and go on a bit of a two. But Igor's got to play at some point, so tomorrow makes the most sense. Now, because I don't lie to you, you right? I watched um, the, the whole first period. Okay. Then I watched um, middle between the first and second period. And there's a, there's, there's a kid, a little eager, standing on the field at Wrigley Field. And yes. I, I find out it's Connor Bedard. Yeah. He looks like he's 12. Well, remember when we had I Jack mean, Hughes in the oh studio? These kids, they, they're 18 it's, it's, years it's, old. But Jack Hughes looks like Wilford Brimley. Well, now he does. Br- but, Peter, how did Jack Hughes Jack, look when we had him in was studio? Was Michael in that day? No. I don't we were, think I was It was in the summer Jack, and Michael was it, off. It felt like someone brought their like child to work. It was, it was that crazy a situation. He looked like a child. Bedard yes. looked child. like, I mean, I, I, I don't think he has facial hair. But he is so good. Neither right. did Jack. But he got hurt. And they were announcing that the uh, Winter Classic this, uh, coming up next year we'll is going to be at Wrigley Field. Wow. It'll be the, the Blues like and the Blackhawks. But yeah, but he's... See, I wonder why you do that. I understand Wrigley Field is the iconic venue, but why wouldn't you do it at Soldier Field so you can have 90,000 people, 80,000 people? Wrigley Field holds 40,000. But I think they've had it at Wrigley Field before. Okay. I think it was the Bruins and the Blackhawks then. Uh, I think the way they can structure it, it's still, there's something about Wrigley Field. I know Soldier it's Field got, has some cachet, too, not, but Peter, not like Wrigley. Wrigley's got Wrigley's some nice the, cachet, Wrigley's too. the one. If you're going to do, do How it. How about also, guaranteed rate field? That, I mean, that's, oh, that, that, there's a history yeah, there. There's, and also, I don't know, Don, do they want to try to sell out Soldier Field? I feel like you'd rather sell Wrigley than Soldier Field. Well, both are iconic. Although, you know, Soldier Field is not iconic because they, they pretty much just kept the shell and landed a spaceship in the middle of it. That's really not Soldier Field. I know, Soldier but Soldier Field. Field still has a look. But nothing like Wrigley right. Field is is. But what is does iconic. Wrigley hold? 45? 42, maybe. And what Soldier? Like 80? Yeah. So it's also a different building altogether. All right, let's go to Jason in the Bronx. Jason. All right, Jason. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Long-time fan of... I think it's my third time calling in. But um, nice. I got a couple things. One, about the Knicks, right? I think the Knicks are in a good, really good position to make a run. Um, but I'm holding out hope because they've done this before, but I'm holding out hope. So that's, are you guys think they have one big move in them left, or are they done? Well, they're done because the trade deadline is 3 o'clock. But, I mean, but they might have the moves during the offseason. Okay, I missed, I missed the deadline then. Okay, now second question is, <laughs> Uh, you guys have a three-man show, right? Mm-hmm. This is a little bit of professional advice I need from you guys. Guys have a three-man show. I have a three-man show. Also, I'm not going to promote it, but I just want you guys' it. advice on how... Oh, well, it's the Excuse Me Brother podcast, okay? okay. Uh, we're, all, all, we're on all streaming platforms, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, the whole nine. There you go. Um, what, what, what advice do you guys have to manage the three personalities that you have? Because you're all very different people, uh, but you all bring something to the table, so... Could you help us out real fast? Well, I mean, the advice I would give you is the advice that Quincy Jones put on the door during We Are the World. You check your ego. It's three guys talking. Don't think like, okay, it's Don's turn or it's Peter's turn. People talk when they want to talk. Yeah, but And after a while, you do get a rhythm. But there has to be an understanding of roles. I think 
if you're going to have a three-man show, in my opinion, Michael, so it's not like everybody talking over each other, is that there is clearly a one, a two, and a three. And as long as you're comfortable with that, right? Michael Case, clearly one. I'm two. Peter's three. And I think we're all comfortable with that. But if everybody goes I in... Go, I think you go one and two twos. I think you need a one. I think that's the biggest piece. Yeah, no, no question. But yeah, you could probably do two twos. Yeah. But I, I just think that that's... And it, it was natural. It's the Michael K. show. I've been here a long time. You came in later. Much that doesn't later. mean that if we're doing this 10 years from now, but it's harder the things when... change. But when that mic goes on, there's got to be a point guard. There's got to be like an alpha male. And everybody kind of knowing their role. That's the only way it's going to work. I've seen shows where you have two people, and, and both of them think that they're the man, and there's no respect. They talk over each other, and it's just it's a chatterbox. But it's hard this for this guy because if this guy, the three of them, just started the show together, right? that's a harder spot, you know? Well, I, I also think there has to be a rapport with the three. It can't be like warring factions. It can't be. Yeah, well, you have to get I'm, along. I'm assuming they're all friends, right? I would hope. I don't know how long the show is, but I just feel like when you're on the air for three and a half hours, four hours a day, that how you feel about each other is going to come out during the course of the show. Yeah, when, so when you guys repulse me, you could hear it. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. But, I, I feel but, but if we really genuinely didn't like each other, it would come out too much. People would sense it, and it wouldn't be any fun. But we're going to get on each other's nerves. That's just that's the way it works. That kind of happened yesterday. Let's go to John and Battery And it wasn't Park. anybody's fault, by the way. Yesterday? I mean, I clearly was annoyed, right? But it was more with the with the social media aspect of what I was saying, right. taking I what I said out of context. And every time Peter spoke, it dug me deeper in a hole, <laughs> I and I and, I, and I, I was just flipping out. I knew. By the way, I knew. That's how well I know Don. I, 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 that's why I knew that like the conversation broke Don because I knew it wasn't about what I was saying. Something else had happened. That's why and we lost. You can't look at social media and let it affect you. It, it, but, but but I'm all for, But when it's not something that is in our target. I don't want to be bothered. Like, if we're fighting about the Knicks, it's what we do for a living. I'm not going to give up on it. Like, people are like, oh, typical Don, he became a baby because he was wrong, which I'm not sure I was wrong. You are. With my opinion. You were. And, you are. Let's not do it again, though. No, and, and so I was getting, so, and I get frustrated <laughs> and shut it down. I'm shutting it down because that's, that's not a topic that we. Yeah, but even if it was a topic, the internet can, has a way, the know it allness and the, the one sided sort of nature of someone coming at you on social. Is so irritating. I put up a, I put up a post this morning from the Over the Top podcast, which I do with Michelle Beadle every week. Strongly recommend a subscription. It's wonderful. And you know, you know what Beadle's like. Beadle's a trash talker, just like we are. Like she loves to talk trash. The two of us get after it, and we talk honestly and make fun of stuff. So we posted a clip where both of us were saying, like Michael said the other day, Beadle and I both said we didn't like Trevor Noah as the host of the Grammys. Right. And we went, we went sort of chapter and verse. She was like, not one joke landed. It wasn't good. The comments were literally like, you're a bad, sad, miserable person. <laughs> right. And I'm like, well, I'm, everyone who talks, when Trevor Noah was doing his show, you know what he did? He talked about other people. It's literally what everyone Bro, I, does. I the just, internet will make anything, make, it'll drive you crazy. Uh, I, it? it does. But I, I just, I was bothered by the fact that Michael and I, not understanding an open marriage, makes us vanilla and old men. No, that's not fair. It's not fair. But that's the that especially is part coming of, from people that you know. Can you get one woman? So it's another fair, <laughs> it's another fair Let's point. Go to uh, John and Battery Park, Johnny. Fellas, um, weirdly, the Knicks still actually have the twelfth toughest remaining strength of schedule according to Tankathon. So it's not going to be an easy ride. But um, to me, this trade is a home run. You know, just like the OG trade, considering there's no megastars available. Um, I don't really get Alan Hahn thinking that the, the Suns would let go of Booker. Like, why not let go of KD at that point? Same contract. He's a lot older. But um, I think our floor would be to, to get Cat, who is a bit of a nozzle, but I think that can get masked with, with our team. But um, I think the ceiling would be Giannis, KD, um, you know, a chance this summer. But the Knicks still have you know, – Wait, wait, wait. wait one, one, one second, John. You think that the Bucks are going to trade Giannis? I mean, he, he's gotten two coaches fired already. They, he makes – $60 million a year. They've done everything he wanted. Is, They're not going to trade him. But is that the next step that he's going to want out? Well, I mean, but, he's already got but, two coaches but that's fired. the same thing with Booker, John. I don't think that the Suns would like say, okay, it's time to break this up and trade Booker. You're right. They trade Durant. Allen was saying if Booker said, I don't like it here, I want to get out, right. then there's a chance. I hear that. I think it's more likely Giannis. I think Brooke Lopez getting too old. 
their defense is too bad. Like, I, I, if, if they don't do well this year, I, I could see them requesting a trade. But, I mean, I, I still think it's a, it's a pipe dream. Like, right. I get that for sure. And also, why is their schedule so tough the rest of the way? It's been so tough all season. Yeah. Well, it got They're tough right. because they made the finals. Of the, not the finals. They made the uh, the final four of the um, – the in-season tournament, so they ended up playing the Bucks again. But the they've South already season. done that. He said that they have the 12th toughest schedule the rest of the way. I mean, right. they've already been to the West Coast. They've already done with the Bucks. I mean, how many more games do they have the Celtics, Peter? They've already played the Celtics they, at least twice. And they play another five times. That's the weird part. And the other Seven thing, too, I, I don't get caught up in the strength of schedule because you'll look at it and go, oh, they're playing the Bucks or they're playing the Celtics. or I mean, You might get them on a night where they're like, all right, they're load management or the second of back-to-back. Remember, you looked at the Nuggets and said, oh, how are they going to beat the Nuggets? They killed the Nuggets. Nuggets were on a second of back-to-back. So not all these games are as the record of the team says it is. And you know what? The 12th toughest schedule, okay? You think any of the teams that they're going to play wow. that are good – uh, are happy they're playing the Knicks. The Knicks are one of the better well, teams in the NBA now. And also, it's all how you look at it. It's, it's a 30-team league. It's the 12th toughest schedule. Yeah, about, you don't count yourself. Yeah. yeah, it's about middle of the pack. Hey, when I'm getting ready for a game, what? I have to be prepared. Now. Really? Yep, I have my lineup cards, the latest team sure. stats, and of course my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow bar. Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition Phone. even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle. Neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow Tea, take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Well, today is Thursday, February 8th. Got that? Which means the start of spring is exactly 40 days away. Well, do you know what else can happen in 40 days? You can lose 20 to 40-plus pounds with the help of NJ Diet. You'll be slimmer for the spring since it only takes 40 days to lose 20 to 40-plus pounds. Contractually guaranteed. Their results are nearly twice as fast as weight loss injections and without any of those nasty side effects. NJ Diet uses your hair and saliva along with scans to personalize natural solutions and supplements that get your body into the fat-burning zone. Then... NJ Diet uses your DNA info to help you keep the weight off. You are fully supervised the entire time to make sure you're burning fat, not just losing water. And you even get Dr. T's personal email and phone number. Call 855-5NJ-DIET, 855-5NJ-DIET, or schedule your consult today at NJDiet.com. Get ready for spring with NJDiet.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. You want to talk about that on the air? <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, listen, uh, we are here at UBS Arena. And uh, before uh, we actually came into the studio or came into the arena, uh, they gave us uh, a tour of something called the park. Oh, yeah. All right? So it's um, it's the first two public uh, pond hockey rinks that the community can enjoy. You don't even have to go to the Islander game. The park offers public skating, youth skating, and hockey lessons, and good hockey tournaments across all divisions. Yeah. So I didn't know this until we were told that Belmont Park is closed for two years for, for renovation. Yeah, the Belmont, so uh, the Belmont Stakes is going to be in Saratoga. Saratoga, yeah. It's crazy. So the, the paddock area where the, the horses parade, they turned it over to the Islanders, and the Islanders yeah, made a great situation of it with the one a synthetic ice rink, which is not ice, but you could skate on it, and then an ice rink, too. And it's tremendous. There are food trucks out yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's really it's, cool. It's, it's a blast. They did a great job. You guys know how I feel about hockey. And one, one of the problems with the sport, matter of fact, I, you can make the case that it's way more popular than it should be. Because it's not easy 
to play. Right, and it's yeah. expensive. It's very expensive, but also it's not like there's basketball courts and baseball courts and football fields all over the place. You can play Nerf ball in, in your backyard or whatever. But hockey, there's just not, not a lot of available ice, and it's also very expensive when you yep. are able to get ice. So when you have something like this that's, that's inexpensive, you can go before the game, youth hockey. You know, My son and daughter are starting to learn how to skate now. Um, but even the place that we go to is still – it's close, but it's not like around the – we probably pass like how many basketball courts and baseball fields to get to the arena where they go and skate. And uh, to have something like that for kids to learn is just going to help the popularity of the sport. That's why expansion was so important, guys, because there's way more skating in places like Dallas and in Carolina. When you put a hockey team somewhere – like an arena like we have at UBS, you're going to have things like that where kids are going to learn to skate, fall in love with the sport, play it. And uh, that's really important growing the sport. And, the whole and, thing's cool, man. What a cool place to hang before a game, too. And, and the yeah. park is going to host a stadium series game viewing party for the Islander fans when the team faces off against the Rangers on the, the 18th of February. That's a game broadcast on ABC, ESPN. And Bobby Nystrom, who we'll talk to later, will be at that viewing party. So uh, it's called the Park at UBS Arena. There's a beer garden, a carnival game, food trucks, furnished igloos, which are really cool, and big screen TV. Yeah. So we were, we were happy that they showed us around. And um, the ice rink will be open until the end of February. The synthetic rink will be open straight through. Really, so come by and see it. And really, so, really cool place. So how cool would all this be if they can find a way to be able to make the playoffs? Yeah, I know where you're and, going. Go ahead. Yeah, because like you, when the weather starts to get really nice, you come out here, the synthetic oh. ice will be available. But just the whole idea of when having the, a place to go outside the arena. When the, when the playoffs start? Second, third week of April, something like that? Yeah, so that's usually when the weather starts changing. Can you imagine like how nice it would be out there, 65 degrees? But there's a lot of work that both the Devils and the Islanders have to do. The Islanders are only four points out of a playoff spot. Uh, the Devils are five with games in hand, so it'd really be cool to get now, all three of these teams in the playoffs. A lot of people might be surprised to learn what I just found out, which is that uh, UBS Arena is, is hosting uh, Kanye West listening tomorrow night, and both Don and Michael are coming. I, I, I'm personally shocked. I can guarantee you I'm not going to be here. Wait, what if what if you knew for a fact that Kanye's wife was going to be Sensori? there? That's right, the Sensori. It would make me think about it, but I wouldn't go. Now, but but we're going to be right here at Plot Deutsch. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll swing by before I head home. But why does that feel like it's going to be like a, a 10 o'clock face-off? Like, it's going to be late. I, yeah, why I, does it feel like I'd want to shower if I came? Well, well, well with Kanye these days will make you feel that way, but... The sensory is what I'm talking about. You know I thought I mean? you were going to be talking about well, the uh, the boobons that's going to be floating around the arena. I there that's possible. Increase some boobons. If they had a, a sensory concert, I'd be in. You're there for it. Yeah, but you know Kanye's yeah. involved. Let's go to Nothing Matt. Nothing synthetic besides the ice is going to be the drugs they're going to use outside oh, of UBS my. tomorrow. Oh, Matt and you know Tom's what? River. Matt. Yeah. Hey. Good afternoon, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. You got um, it. Yeah, I want to get into something. I want to peel back the onion a little bit today. Normally, I talk to you guys about sports, which is great, but I kind of need to ask Don and Peter what their most troubling version of K is. And I, and I wrote a few down here, if you'll uh, this is good. entertain me. So, all right, here we go. Yep, so we have uh, perverted K with, with all the woodges and all about the sex with your wife. You know, very troubling. <laughs> you mean like them asking questions about my wife, other people's wives, et cetera? Yeah, right, yeah sure. Absolutely, Peter. Yeah, yeah. You know, creepy, crazy. Creepy, creepy have, K, I think is the way to put it, yeah. Okay. You're right. I'll modify that to creepy K. Yeah, and we got out there, creepy. All right. We got condescending K, who just makes a lot of snarky comments. Like, okay, maybe we're in a bad mood, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But then we have backstabbing K, who sides with callers just to be difficult sometimes. <sighs> Don, especially you, Peter. Yeah, right? but we've seen, we both, Don and I, have both been victim to, to, to backstabbing yes. K. Sure, yeah. Right, right. And then the last two I have is uh, sadistic K, who. <gasps> One time when Peter was talking about a very hard emotional time where he had to skip a trip to Brazil for his dying grandfather, and the first question that Kay asked is, did the old man croak? Oh, my was, God. Uh, that is that is sadistic. That's, uh, a sadistic K <laughs> is a good description. You know right. what, Matt? Everybody wanted to have that answer. And, what, and what's the last one? And then we have hang on the rim Kay, who just, you know, <laughs> likes to uh, pat Ooh. himself on the Sports so Matt, let me let me just. I need graphics for, Joker to make a version of each of these. Let, let me ask you a question. So Matt, you you, you don't like me. That's pretty no, much it. I, I think the opposite. That's, no, no, that's no. That's point. cool. I, I mean, everybody you. can't like me, but I mean, that's a lot of heavy duty stuff that you just pinned on me. The funny part is, Michael, is I love you. I'm a 42 year old Yankee fan. You were the voice. You are the Yankees to me growing up. And yeah. Did he? Did he say? Did the call never announced. Did Matt say? Matt, yeah. Did Matt say anything honestly? Did Matt? Can you really fully disagree with no. any of the descriptions he gives? I don't think I'm backstabbing Kay. 
Well, no, with the callers, when you like to side with the caller, oh, they made a salient point. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know what? A lot ba- of, backstabbing a, is strong. A lot of Troublemaker, it, Kay. Matty, you've listened. A lot of it's performative. You know, that's what yeah, we're He's yeah. very get out of jail. This performative, this performative, Kay. Yeah, this performative, Kay. The one, the, the, uh, <laughs> listen, we love Michael. The one, the one that irritates me the most sure, yeah. is the hang on the rim, Kay. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that was I, the question. I, I don't like people that hang on the rim. When he does that, ugh. No, I it will bothers. say, I think you're right. I think, Matt, it's hang on the rim, K. And, and there you can see a, an image that was once created on Yes Right Now. So it is a thing. So, so, so hang on the rim, K, is tough because when he plays that simply the best after, well. you know, going two and one, to think, like, like, Matt, imagine, for example, I've been sitting as the champion of the picks now for, what, like three weeks going into the Super Bowl. Imagine how much more that would have come oh. up. If Michael was cruising into this weekend as the champion. Peter, I haven't heard the song once. Not even yeah. so much of a comment from you about it. Never mind the song. I know. It's like it didn't even happen. I just said to get the win. I keep it moving. I move on to the next one. You see, so that, I'm with Don. I think Hang on the Rim K is the most unbear. Creepy K is entertaining. It is. It's odd because he doesn't see it. You know, that's, that's the interesting part. Like the whole world sees it and he doesn't see it. Condescending you know, I, I K. I can hear you. You know, you no, like I can't even hear you. Condescending K. He's not often condescending. That's more when he goes uh, interesting and then just moves on to the next thing. Which happens. Uh, but no, I, I think hang on the rim. That's a good hey, call, hey, Matt. Hey, Matt, thanks that was so call. much for the call. We really, <laughs> no, that was, that was we really, really appreciate it. I genuinely that. believe that he likes you. And he said he loves me. Yeah, but, I could tell. Yeah. But, I mean, if you had, Jody loves me, I don't think she'd have a list like that. But, she ha- but sure, she, she does. She has the list. Oh, by the way. I'm going to be hang on the rim, K, right now. So, you know, Barrett Sports Media, which is a mover and shaker in the industry. Yes. When you it say really the industry, is. you mean the business. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they make out their list, best afternoon shows in the country, best morning shows, whatever. And we were rated the third best morning show in a major market, third best afternoon show in the major market in the entire country. Oh, thank you, Barrett. Boston's num- uh, Boston uh, Felgren Myers is number one. Yeah. The show in Chicago. And then us. What's the show in Chicago? I forget the name. I have to look it up. I appreciate that, Barrett Sports. Um, that, that's nice. We've been number one before. We've been number two before. Right. I'll take number three. But, yeah. you know, we're ahead of the, you know, the show that's against us in New York. Well, Barrett is a man with taste, obviously. Well, and you know, people, ears. Not a lot of people know this. What's that? Barrett is the third sibling with RJ and Marty. <laughs> the family. You didn't know that? Marty Barrett's brother, yeah. You didn't know that Marty was related no. to RJ, did you? No. Yeah, no, interesting. All related. Wow, wow, yeah. very. You really, you really pulled it together. And you know the you know the stepbrothers in that family? No, Rich Gedman. Rich. Gedman. <laughs> yep. Hey, um, are you looking for a super offer for Super Bowl Fifty Eight? Yeah, I'd love that. Well, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into two hundred instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Niners, Chiefs, over-under, money line spread. The choice is yours, everybody. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code EMPIRE. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner, Super Bowl 58, with code EMPIRE. The crown is yours. You must be 21-plus, physically present in New York. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hey, everybody. This is Michael K. Listen, I love to get, when I get a chance to talk about my friends at PC Richard & Son, you know it's a local company, family-owned. I trust them for my appliances, TVs, electronics, and a good night's sleep, too. Their experts use a four-step mattress fitting process to make sure your new bed fits you perfectly. During their President's Day sale, buy select Sealy mattress, $799 or more, and get a free motion base. And in-home delivery on any mattresses, $199 and up, that's free, too. So do what I do. Get to PC Richard & Son, the local company you can trust for your new mattress. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.